This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show, the most funny in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show family. Thank you so much for, for starting our day off the best and blessed way. Listen, today, of course, we're doing J.J. Hairston's reminder. I really tapped into this. Why? Because Hairston is simply saying, God, send a reminder of who you are right now. I'm having a tough time. Life is breaking me down. It seems like I can't pull it together because things keep falling apart. God, my heart is heavy and and grief-stricken by, by sorrow. I need you to send me a reminder reminder of who you are and what you've done. Listen, what what, what Hairston is saying is that God is so good that sometimes we need to have flashbacks of what God has done. Ah, not just flashbacks, but highlights. I think I'll go there, Ricky Smiley, because listen, as you know, I'm a sports fan and so after the game has been played, I love to check out the highlights. The highlights ain't the whole game, but the highlights Watch this flashback to some superb moments in the game where something extraordinary went down that was game-changing. A highlight focuses on something that was extraordinary. It was powerful. It was eye-opening, game-changing, moving. It's a highlight, and it dawned on me if they have highlights in sports, you have highlights in your life. Have you ever had a highlight, a flashback to what God did that you know only God could have done it. Do you have any highlights to but God moments? Life was going one way, but God came through, and before you know it, your situation was transformed. I don't know about y'all, but I thank God for highlights, highlights that remind me, if it had not been for the Lord that was on my side, where would I be? Highlights that remind me that God is able. Listen, I don't want y'all to throw in the tap. I'll give up, get down and stay down. No, I want you to look up and stay up and then step up with the highlights of what God has done. Here, let's do it today and ask God for a reminder because if I'm reminded of what God has done, I can look forward to what God will do. God send us a reminder. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, Love you, Ricky. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. 
All right, Dottie, I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. FBI Director Christopher Wray said Wednesday that China's hackers are targeting America's critical infrastructure, including water treatment plants, pipelines, and the power grid to be able to wreak havoc on the U.S. if Beijing ever decides to do so. Now, testifying before the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party, Ray also warned that there has been little to no public attention on a threat to national security. In other news, the CEOs of America's biggest social media companies were grilled by a Senate committee yesterday about their failure to prevent young people from being victimized through their platforms. Parents of some of the victims cheered and jeered as senators accused the companies of failing to deal with misuse of Facebook, TikTok, Snap, Discord and X. The committee has unanimously approved five bills that would allow users to opt out of certain content and would permit lawsuits to be brought against companies for posts that lead to child sexual abuse, bullying and other illegal acts. Lastly, if you want your adult kids to listen to your advice, research says you should support their independence and viewpoint first. A University of California Riverside study found that using phrases like because I said so or get over it are likely to push your young adults away. Past studies have also. I tell you, I tell you damn what. I tell you damn what. They can go to hell on that. I I recently told three Young adults in their 20s, when they ask me why, <laughs> some nieces, I said, because I said so. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Why you can't have a glass of wine. You 22. You ain't drinking no wine in here. I don't, you can't drink in my house in your 20s, and you ain't got no success going on. You can't do certain stuff. Why? Because I said so, and don't ask me why. I get out my house. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to get through that last sentence. Yeah, uh, past studies <laughs> have found that would. young you adults. Right? Train their ass because I said so. That's why. It's too much psychology and Oprah stuff. I ain't got no, it's just nothing. no. Exactly. And you don't ask nobody why if somebody tell you something and you somebody say, I would never ask my grandmother why. Why? What? What? Man, you better gone on with the news before I get. I done got my head right Well, here. that's the news right there, Ricky Smiley. Rock T, yeah, what's going I, on in sports? I said Damn, why? I said what I said. I said so. <laughs> Go to your own house. <laughs> Pay your own bills. Bro, get me off the radio. Go on. <laughs> you know, I got a women's college hoops update, man. Iowa superstar Caitlin Clark moves to number two spot why? on the all-time scoring list. 3,424 points. The number one spot is held by Las Vegas Aces star Kelsey Plum, and she will probably pass her this season as well. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes. I ain't got a whole lot of time to break this down, but we got to start having a discussion, Rick. You tell me what you think. He headed to his fourth trip to the Super Bowl in his sixth season as a starter. He won two of them bad boys, all right? If he wins this year's Super Bowl, that'll be number three. He's only 28 years old. Not yet, but it's almost time for us starting to have those conversations about Mahomes surpassing Tom Brady as the GOAT. It's too early, Rock. It's a little early. It's too early, it's Rock. It's a little early. He's still got to get a few more of them rings, but I'm just got saying. Got to wash your face and brush your teeth before you, before you start moving around. I'm let's, just let's, saying. Let's wash your face. I'm just he saying. He's out of the bed. Right, right. He's out of the bed. Hey, because <laughs> he hasn't washed his face and brushed his teeth yet. The conversations are circling around. I'm like, I'm you know, I, I tell a lot of people, tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. Right. You know. It's not. It's, it, we're a little premature about that conversation, but he on his way. Sitting up on the side of the bed, Rock. Right. 
<laughs> he ain't stood up and put his house shoes on, Rock. <laughs> I feel you, man. We- Rock, don't talk to me, man. All right, don't talk dog, to come me on, morning. Brad, go on and get this hot spot. What you got coming up next, man? <laughs> coming up next, guess who is getting ready to do a Las Vegas residency together? Why? I'm going to tell you who. Why? <laughs> It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Ooh, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the VRA18. All right, it's time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Tony Braxton and Cedric the Entertainer are set to co-headline a new residency at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Love and Laughter will feature classic love songs from Tony Braxton and plenty of laughs from the original King King of Comedy. Uh, the residency begins April 27th, 2024, and tickets go on sale this Friday, February 2nd at 10 a.m. That's going to be Wh- awesome. Where's this? Love and Laughter. They residency he starts in Las Vegas at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan. That's going to be so dumb. I I'm going to. Going you get, to, you get to laugh and you get to hear some love yeah. songs. That's cute. Sid is one of my mentors and Tony Branks is one of my best friends. And yeah. uh, she didn't even tell me about it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm going. I'm going. Anybody right. want to go? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going too. Let me know when, when you're going, what day you're going. Yeah, we need us a couple of days to go out there and chill with that. That's, that's going to yes. be awesome. Yes. I just want to hear her sing seven whole days. Ain't, Come on. And I've never seen her in concert, ever. Yeah. Really? Never. That's because you don't be going to concerts like that. Yeah. I'm going I'm going to Vegas, though. I don't have a right. problem let's, going to Vegas. Let's do it, then. Find me a ticket on Spirit. Oh, no, you not. I ain't you going, don't do that. <laughs> I ain't going with you. I'll meet you there. Well, okay, Spend well, three okay, whole okay. dollars on that ticket. Okay, okay, okay. I brought a bicycle to Vegas before I get on Shut up. Seven, ho- seven whole dollars. Seven whole dollars. Seven whole dollars. We don't have to go on Spirit. Dollars. We can go on Frontier. No, we can't. No, we can't. We gonna wrap up the hospital on that horrible note with no spirit and no frontier. <laughs> it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. You liar! I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. All right, y'all, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Special K, what up? What's going on? I promise y'all that uh, I'm about to start writing books. They ain't gonna be long, but they're gonna be good. All right. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be like 23, 24 pages. They're not gonna be long. They're gonna Those be more like long. Books to me, man, I swear be, I don't like to read. I'm telling you, they're gonna be a short be, book be, like that for people with ADD. They're gonna be long pamphlets. Yeah. So, you you heard of the book Forty Eight Laws of Power, right? Of course, everybody's heard of that book. Yeah. Everybody in business entertainment uh, has read that book. It's a great psychological study in life philosophies. Well. I got a book called The 48 Laws of Showers because I feel like a lot of people don't understand the etiquette of showering and um, it needs to be examined a little closely. So, Maria, you paying attention? Brad, you paying attention? No, B, it's me if I shower every day. Up? I don't need your <laughs> All right, here you go. No, no these are just laws of showers that you must observe okay. to be a good person. Okay, so let's start with uh, if you have a piece of soap in your shower that's smaller than a book of matches... Please throw it away right now because you look cheap and poor. Okay. Yeah, and that's a, Women, that's a struggle to get it lathered up. Yes, yes, folks. yes. It's okay to throw it. Away. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta use it until it absolutely disappears. That's not. First of all, why? Okay, I'm gonna get to that. Women, if you have loose hair stuck to your soap, you're nasty. Period. <laughs> what? Yes. Loose hair stuck to your soap, you nasty. 
Yeah, rinse the soap off. Thank you. And by the way, if you're not using body wash in 2024, you ain't it. That's what I was going to ask. You yeah. got my bar If soap. you ain't it, you ain't it. And you're not cut out for marriage or a long-term relationship if you don't use body wash. Yeah, I love that uh, oil of Olay. I just, Thank you. I, it lathers up and skin be sm- feeling smooth when you. No, let me. Uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you one that 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 that, that y'all sleeping on men that uh, uh Old Spice, mm. the oh, one yeah. Dion be uh promoting. Yeah, yeah dog. Ooh. With the oh, old, body wash. old spice. I'm with you, dog. man. That Old Spice body wash is fire. Oh, I'm, oh I'm man, try, I'm, I'm go, with I'm you on go. that, dog. It smells yeah, good go to, too. Mm-hmm. It go feel good when you use it. I'm telling yeah. you. If you got it, okay. Here's another. Here's another law. If you got to take a whiz in the shower, you got to aim straight for the drain. Don't be, got to. <laughs> come on. Did man. it? Did it this morning. Straight for the drain. Well, well, we didn't I'm really not going to get out that. and walk and and have water all the way across the bathroom floor. Straight for the drain and rinse it and rinse yeah. and rinse it out. Straight. That's the only way it's acceptable. You got to aim yes, straight sir. for the drain. And yeah. here's another. Here's another law. These are law 48 laws of shower. If you got to drop a deuce right after the shower. Yeah, you got to get your ass get back, back in the, in the shower. shower. <laughs> you got to go back in. Gotta get get back back in, in you got to go back in. There. You got to get back in the shower. And I'm talking uh, about wash, wash. If you have company waiting for you in the bedroom, you cannot fart in the shower because the sound is going to echo and the steam is going to let that thing hang in the air like wet laundry on a Like a black line. cloud. A black cloud. And if you're taking a shower with another person, the order is... Soap up, soap up, rinse off, rinse off. Not soap, rinse, soap, rinse. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. soap up, you soap up, they soap up. They soap up. I'll get in there, get in there and just rinse off and get out. If she, if she real fine, she no, real you got, fine. You gotta put some I ain't, soap I ain't on able that to thing. no soap when she be fine. I'm talking about thick. Well, since you want to bring that no into soap. the equation, that gets me to another law. Yeah. If you're going over to somebody's house to smash, you must take a shower first. I don't care if you just came from your house. At your yeah, at your house, you got you. Got to take a shower, yeah, okay. and put on find you some little body spray. They got men's uh, body spray, Tom Ford or whatever. Gone investing. And real some, quick, some here's one that could save a life: Men, never take a shower yeah. at a woman's house unless you're a thousand percent certain that no other man has a key to it, because <laughs> that is not where you want to get caught at. <laughs> no. You- this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Hey, Brent. Yeah. I know you'll like this. Listen to this. Half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you.
you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the Kalu of the day. What up, Gary? Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. A lot of people are attacking y'all. Patrick Mahomes, y'all know who he is, huh? He's a yeah, baby, what they saying well, now? Baby, they say, honey, he got a bad build. They say he got a, a, a dad bod. And a lot of people say he should not walk around without a shirt on, honey. They say, honey, he is built like a Michelin that Michelin thing. <laughs> he, do, he, do got, he do got a little, he got some hips on him a little bit. Yeah, oh, Lord. But he said, though, he said, I, I'm a, though, he in the Super Bowl. I'm trying to yeah, but, but Ricky, it doesn't matter, though, but people don't like that. If you taking your shirt off and being in the Super Bowl and looking like that, people are offended. Mm. And they're saying, y'all, that, honey, he's talking most, about. Most McDonald's and Wendy's managers are built that way. <laughs> okay. He said, well, I'm a dad, so I have to. Be, just because you're a dad don't mean you should have a bad body like that. And, and bus drivers. Bus drivers and van drivers are, are people that drive shuttles. Oh, my God. Yeah, all them built like that. Hey, but, man, you got to get Patrick and middle, and middle school principals. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, no. He don't and get associate no pastors. Wear short sleeve button-up shirts. <laughs> oh, my and special K. Okay, I want to say nothing. I'm glad you did. So why you sitting here talking about people, baby? Well, what we're not going to do is try to include me in that. Well, I'm you not, included um, the people you just talked about. No, so don't I, do that. Well, well I was looking do down. I thought Maria had walked in the studio until I looked up. I know the hell you didn't. Oh, yes, honey. We ain't, we, ain't about to, we ain't about to play this game. This show's about telling the truth and shaming uh-huh. the devil. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you say? Oh, oh, Rock T. How he built? Who? Oh, I thought you said Special K was built like that. No, no you ain't said that. Man, going on. Anyway, moving on, honey. Another celebrity in the news, y'all. Byron Allen, y'all, is in the news. Now, we know Byron Allen, he's a media mogul and he's owner, y'all, of the Weather Channel, where they're saying, y'all, that he made a $30 billion offer, y'all, honey, to buy Paramount Global, honey. Now, they're saying he wants to buy Paramount Global. Now, the word is that Mr. Allen's group, the um, Byron Allen Group, they um, submitted a bid on behalf of, you know, um, Allen, Byron Allen, whatever, and they wanted, you know, by um, Paramount. So a lot of people saying, you know. Paramount Global, what is that? So I guess it's part of Paramount, like Paramount Pictures, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. They said, but um, they said, but the host, um, he's the host of the real um, people. They say he make a three point five billion dollar bid for Paramount Global's BET and VH1. Now they're saying the inside said that the deal clearly hasn't gone through as of yet, but you know he's definitely trying to buy it. But people are talking about it because they said you remember when Bill Cosby tried to buy NBC and they didn't let him, um, they wouldn't let him buy it because you know some people saying it was a race thing. But Byron, I mean, he shouldn't have that problem because if I was Byron, I would put my wife up front and let her try to get it and stuff and see if he. Could get, you know, Paramount Global if they don't give it to him. So what you're saying? Huh? Oh, we already know what you're saying going on with that. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> yeah, if he, put, if he put her up, then she gonna own it. Well, but I mean, well, he'll still own it, but she could be the face of it. You know, you know how you have people to front, you know, stuff for you? Oh, no, we want Byron Allen to be the face of it. Yeah. He is a boss for real. Yeah, on the weather channel. And, all. and it's amazing. And wasn't he a comedian, Ricky? Yeah, he Start is out. a comedian. Yeah. My God. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, yep, a comedian. And look, he owns the Weather Channel and God knows what else um he owns and what have you. So, congratulations. Hopefully, you know, he could get Paramount Global. So, I mean, I'm sure it'd be a great place for him to have in another niche or how you call it, um, um, 
Anyway, your what? belt, child. That thing Notching to your belt. Notching your belt. Thank you, honey. I'm getting younger. All right. <laughs> in my final story, y'all, Kiki Palmer, she revealed to Teen Bo, y'all, that, you know, her time in Hollywood may be soon ended, honey. And I think we kind of talked about that. You've been but, saying uh, that for, for yeah, the last how, couple weeks. How would she do that? I still understand this girl. Why would you want to end your time at such a young age? Where's she going to go to Atlanta? Is Atlanta the new Hollywood, as they saying? Or? Absolutely. Really? Black, well, black Hollywood, I mean, you have more opportunities, uh, you know, in, in Atlanta. You got Tyler Perry Studios. You got everybody got these little individual production companies. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, being out there in L.A. can get really weird. That's what they say. They say and, and, and political. That's why they call it Holly Weird, because it yeah. is definitely weird. Well, good luck to her, honey. So we can't wait to see what that all turns out to be. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahluas. My Kahlua today is pewter. On the high end, you say pewter, and on the low end, you say beautiful dark gray. That's your Kahlua for the day. And that's a nice winter color, too, y'all. I looked it up, and they said it's a good color. But, um, <laughs> that what? is. Y'all give it up for Gary with the T. <laughs> this episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. All right, y'all, Ricky Paul, the morning show. I got your wake-up call. Get at your boy, 8669-RICKY. Here we go. calling from Durham, North Carolina, and I want to wake up my beautiful daughter, Kennedy. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, wake up. This we the first caller from Inslee, Alabama. Ricky Smiley is the goat. I love you. Wake up, wake up. Good morning. This is Theta Dansby out of West Palm Beach calling to wake up all the amazing South Florida school teachers and all the folks back home in Jackson, Mississippi on the number one morning show, the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Why? Because I said so. Maria, what you got this morning? All right, here's a DM. It says, hey, good morning, guys. I am beyond frustrated. Last weekend, my family nominated me to host everyone to come over and watch the playoff games. Well, my cousin brought his date over, and needless to say, they had too much to drink, and they could not handle their liquor. She ended up tripping and knocking over an entire table of drinks on the floor, and several of those were red wine. I let my cousin know that he needed to pay to get the carpet clean since, after all, after all, it was his date who ruined my carpet. I got a quote, and they said it would be $200. My cousin told me he is not responsible and that when you host a party, you have to understand that things happen, and it is your responsibility. I feel like he should pay up because he, it was a guest that he brought. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that. Uh, Brad, when you you were saying, mm, I want to hear your thoughts. Um, ooh, you, th- my carpet. You gonna have to. You gonna have to. You gonna have to fix that. You gonna have to offer me something or something. I mean, be be careful or like no. You got to pay me something for that. Yeah, you see, Gary. No mistakes happen. So she shouldn't have to. I mean, you invited me to the party, and like she was saying. Oh, it's a party. Things no. happen at parties and stuff. That was an no. accident that she wasted wine. Now, if the cousin offered to pay to do the carpet, that's a different story. But you shouldn't make them pay to do the carpet because no. that was an accident. No. Rock. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I agree with both of y'all. It's like, okay, this happened. We from your guest. This is how much it's gonna cost <laughs> me to repair and fix and clean. You got something on it. Can you give me something more to help me out with it? Now, if they say right. no, nah, that ain't my responsibility, then it's your house. No, but you don't actually have something on it. Oh, I'm gonna fall out with that cousin. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna pay this. me. No, can you, I, no, no, because you done brought this drunk so, woman over here. You you need to pay for that, bro. So 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 y'all see this story right here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see this story right here? When everybody say that I'm real picky and choosy about stuff, I, I am because of stuff like this. See, I prevent stuff like this from happening. Cause I tell you, I've told several like, like y'all know how my basement is set up. I got right. an area in my basement that's set up for food. And yep. then I got an area in my basement where the couch is over there uh, where we watch the game, Rock T. You don't eat over there. And I asked, I said, hey, uh-uh, take that back over there. Go eat that over there. That's how you alleviate the, alleviate I, the problem. Yeah. You just tell people I, this I got is a, not where you eat or drink. Yes, I got a brand new couch. Like, like I just got it, let me see, about two and a half weeks ago. My parents was over, and I saw my mom getting some food. And was headed in there, and I, I, I said, hey, listen now. Uh, I said, I would rather you eat that right over here at a counter because you can still see the TV. I try to prevent people from eating over there because if you spill something, it's a white couch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I just be trying to, you know, but that don't mean that you picky and acting funny. If I got a white couch and some white carpet, I don't want you to take that red wine over there, especially. And, you know, people be talking with a glass of wine, expressing themselves with their hands, wine uh-huh. just in the glass, slinging from side to side. Yeah. And I can't, I can't even look at you. Glass. I'm yeah, looking yeah. at this. Brett, Brett, you already know I'm looking at the glass. Know. I can't oh. even make eye contact with you because I'm looking at the glass and I'm watching that wine sling to the rim. <laughs> but here the deal, Rick. But, you know. but, but then this ain't, hold on, Rod, this ain't no, uh, he's acting funny. He's like, I don't want red wine. I don't even want, want to go through the trouble. Of of ha- of having to clean up red wine and in, in, in different things and crumbs and stuff. I, like I don't eat all over folks' house. If people give you food and serve food in the kitchen, stay in the kitchen. If you have a drink, stay at the bar or get a coaster. Certain stuff, it just depends. Go ahead, Rock. But it's up. You, when people are drinking, they get drunk. They get a little tipsy. So even though you set the game, uh, set the rules of where you can can and cannot eat and drink, and you got a host of people. You ain't gonna be able to keep your eye on everybody at all times, and somebody that's getting a little tempted, they start to well, move around yeah, a little what bit. What you say? So, hey, y'all, we keeping all the drinks over here. We keeping all the food over here. Don't drink uh, in the living room. But if don't, that's don't. the case, though, but Ricky, my thing is, you navigate those people to where you want to eat. If you got white carpet in your house and stuff, honey, and you don't want nobody to waste none on your white carpet, we ain't fit to go this area. We gonna go down to the den. Now, I'm gonna navigate right. you to the den, and this we, is where we yeah. gonna sit and drink it. Well, we you have one time. We go, when we have more time, I'm 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 gonna help y'all set up some boundaries where stuff like that won't happen, and people could be at your house and feel comfortable 
but you just have to set boundaries. It's just like a line, like don't cross this line, stay with this over here. But we go, we go, I'm gonna break it all down for you. I'm a, I promise I'm gonna break it all down for you. All right, y'all, the time right now is, uh, damn, I can't see. More Ricky Smile the Morning Show coming up. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Black Tony. First of the month, Black Tony, what up? <sighs> Starting the year off wrong. Miss a whole month of January coming to work, bro. Good morning, Shadi. What, what do you have to say for yourself? It's February the first. Everybody at work except you. And you know the first the first day of every month. You know, you know this. You know, you know you so you know what I do on the first day of the month, every month, I, I like to reflect. I like to reflect on this. When I started my when I started my therapy, when when they when they gave me therapy for being a compulsive uh compulsive liar last year and uh, hey, what? They gave me therapy for being a comp- say I was a compulsive a liar. A compulsive liar, yeah. And part of my so, therapy was that every first day of the month I reflect on 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 life. My therapist told me she said you need to do something to reflect on life every first day of the month, and right. that's what I'm doing today. And I was reading last night. Talk to me. I read a book, and then what you got to understand, sir? Do what you why why you going all off and hollering at me and being all mad? You got to remember. You you got to understand this this right here from Dr. King. He said we got to remember. While today is today, somebody's yesterday is everybody's tomorrow, and everybody's tomorrow is somebody's today. You know that. Run that by me. Run that by me. Run that. Pick up your pencil. Run that back. Say we gotta remember. While today is today, somebody yesterday is everybody tomorrow, and everybody tomorrow is somebody today. So guess what, Shadi? So I'll be there tomorrow because. Today really is already today. See, because when I told you yesterday I'll be there tomorrow, I meant that. Shout out with the the bottom of my heart. But today is somebody's yesterday. And somebody's today is somebody's tomorrow. So tomorrow is really yesterday. So I'll be there tomorrow. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, Rock? In a weird way. What you mean? In a weird way that makes sense. (laughs) Let's on run that back for the people in the back. Cause I don't, see, I don't understand. Today is Bring see, that today, thing down. Today is today, Shadi, but somebody's yesterday is everybody tomorrow, and everybody tomorrow is somebody's today. So what I'm saying is today is really yesterday in 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 for somebody who's tomorrow. That's deep. So when I come tomorrow, that means that I will be there today. You see what I'm saying? Because when I come tomorrow, that will be today, but it won't be yesterday because yesterday I already gone. <laughs> Black Tony. So I'm going to let you think about that. I'm going to holler at you. <laughs> In today's Black History Spotlight, we recognize Mrs. Geneva Louise Hopgood, 
of Lafayette, Louisiana, who in 1981 had her AC go out for four days in 100 degree heat in her Section 8 apartment. And it got so hot in her bathroom that three bars of dial soap melted down completely. But because she was on Section 8, she couldn't afford to replace them. So she had her kids bathe using the messy liquid, thus creating the nation's first version of body wash. <laughs> shut, shut your ass up. <laughs> Super nice. So today, yeah. so, man, shut your ass. You got to honor Louise Hopkins. And she what? Okay. She, she can't she even read. She to replace the bars of soap. So she had her kids wash up with it anyway. Thus creating the nation's first version of Maria. what is now known as body wash. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was by a black woman. This slave music in the background. Today is in good. black history. Man, shut up. Who came up with this? Man, go on, everybody got time. We not doing that. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. All right, Ricky, my morning. Gary, have the tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Taraji P. Henson, baby. They say this girl is back, honey. She is the latest addition, y'all, to the cast of the upcoming Peacock Limited series, Fight Night, y'all, the million-dollar heist, according to Variety. Now, they're saying Ms. Henson joins previously announced cast members Kevin Hart, Samuel L. Jackson, Terrence Howard and Dexter Darden. Now they're saying that the roles unites Henson, Howard, and Craig Brewer, y'all, who is the executive producer and director. Now they said that the three previously y'all worked together on projects like the Oscar winning film Hustle and Flow, as well as the hit Fox music industry drama, y'all, Empire, honey. Everybody's excited about it. Now they're saying that the series, y'all, is based on the podcast Fight Night. I don't know if y'all heard of that. They said which was produced by Will Packard along with iHeart Podcast and Doghouse Pictures. It will be set, y'all, in Atlanta in 1970. Now, the official description states that it's, um, it's going to tell the infamous story, y'all, of how an armed robbery, y'all, during the night of Muhammad Ali's historic 1970 comeback fight changed not only one man's life, but the entire city's Destiny. Ah, man. Isn't that nice, y'all? Taraji is working again. And I wonder, did they consult with Oprah or anything? Are they going to pay her more money? I'm pretty sure she's going to get a nice check off this one. You think so? Because I think Will Packer is doing it. I'm sure Will Packer probably have more money than Oprah where he could pay her a good salary and stuff. But, you know, she don't have to start on a movie and then saying that they ain't paying her no money. So that would be really good. So congratulations to Taraji because we love Taraji. She's such a great actress, and she definitely deserves to be working again, honey, making her coins. So kudos to Taraji. 
All right, moving on in other celebrity news, y'all. Snoop Dogg, y'all. They're saying that he's one of the most famous people on the planet. I didn't know that, but they say he um he even gets immune to getting starstruck. I don't know if y'all heard. He was on the Jennifer Hudson show recently, and he was talking about his new movie, The Underdog. And Snoop recounted y'all the time that he met one of his favorite y'all film stars, and they said he fainted from the butterflies in his stomach. He said, now, we were doing the movie Bones. He explained, he said, now, this is a young Snoop, he said. He said, and I was, you know, young at the time. He said, they tell me that I got a role with Pam Greer. He said, and at that point, he demonstrated his excitement with a dance. Now, he said, he um, catch the flight from Frisco to Vancouver. So, he said, when he got to Frisco, he was sitting down, and Pam Greer, y'all, walked up and sat right next to him, y'all, and started talking. He said, his heart was beating so fast, honey. He said, he didn't know what to do. He said, he had to go to the bathroom. And he got there and fainted. The original Foxy Brown. The original Foxy Brown. Is that right? Um, normally, y'all, Ricky, for a man to say he fainted, is that masculine? Yeah, I don't know. You about can't that. say fainted. You can't say fainted. You have to say uh, he got out. lightheaded, well, passed out. You can't say fainted. Oh, well, you said. faint. That's when you put your uh, the back of your hand on your forehead and you drop. Like your it, knees like, buckle. Like, like your like your mama used to do in church, but when you <laughs> pass. Get lightheaded, that's when you just kind of put your hand on top of your head and find the nearest seat and sit down and put your head in your lap. It's a man law violation. You can't say fainted. Just got lightheaded. Yeah. My blood pressure medicine didn't work. Just think of something. Well, honey, he said he fainted, so a lot of people were wondering, you know, about that. But nevertheless, I mean, Pam Grill, like you said, um, that was the original Fox and And that's a man law violation. If, if, If you're a man and you faint, you have to fall forward. You can't fall backwards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have your knees curled up on the ground. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, if you faint, if you're gonna faint, fall forward. Go ahead and take that hit in the face, nose bleed, and make it look more manly. But when you fall backwards, oh no. Oh no, you can't. You just can't. That's just, that's just like like if you if you if you get to fight, if you get to fighting and uh any change come out of your pocket or your shoe come off, you lost the fight. I don't give a damn if you beat that dude ass. If one of your shoes, if somebody have to come here and hand you one of your shoes, oh. you, you done got your ass whooped in my book. Especially if that sock start flapping. Yeah, the sock flapping, somebody come say, hey, here go your shoe. No. And you looking around for the other one? Yeah. You got one shoe in your hand and you looking for that other one. No. Yeah, you got your ass whooped right there. You can't. Or your girl trying to find your shoe for you. My color today, y'all, is pewter. On the high end, you say pewter, and on the low end, you say beautiful, dark gray. That's your color. Dirty sock, man. Yeah, somebody walk and say, hey, here you go, dog. And then you got to put the. Especially if it's a church shoe. If it's a church shoe and don't have no laces and it come off. Yeah, somebody hand you a, a, a gator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't even say that. Nah, you know what I'm saying? You don't really got your ass whipped if it's a Nike and, and they got shoelaces. But if somebody bring your ass a gator, you got your ass whipped. I know, I know somebody. I ain't going to talk about it because they listen to the morning show. But I know it. I know it. I know an older dude had a suit on and got his ass whooped. He had a suit on and got beat up. Had a suit on. He got beat up. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and by five, his buttons was gone. He had a necklace on, but the necklace didn't break. <laughs> hey, hey, Ro, Ro was with me. Hey, Ro, Ro was with me. Oh, man. And we looked at each other. We just walked out. It was at the Elks Lodge. I whooped that dude ass. Oh, man. Yeah, they whooped his ass. Man. And uh, somebody walked over there and gave him the shoe. And he sat in the chair, and his wife was helping him put his shoe back on.
Oh, she was she was she was arguing that the other dude that had Oh, they still under, together. The hub, yeah, they still together. The hub started the fight, but he got his ass whooped, mm. and somebody whooped his, whooped his damn shoe off. <laughs> and he was sitting on the chair with all, all his buttons was gone off his shirt. I know he had on a, a burgundy plaid suit with the matching pants. He had on some burgundy shoes, and his wife was near down helping helping to put his shoe off. <laughs> I'm going to file for the boy. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Former basketball wives star Drea Michelle uh, sparked the debate on social media after rumors surfaced that she's allegedly pregnant by her 21-year-old boyfriend, basketball star Jalen Green. So Michelle is 39 years old, and her son name is Nico Howard, and he's the same age as Green, and he attends our Georgia State University. Now, Michelle and Green are reportedly began dating last year, and the news sparked a debate about grooming and comparisons to older men who date younger women. Now, uh, uh, one of the biggest reasons folks feel like the age gap is too much is because Drea's oldest son, uh, what is it? Nico. 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 Uh, is the same age as Green, right? And many fans are calling her behavior predatory while others say she's done nothing wrong as the two are both, uh, you know, consenting adults. Now, some people are questioning whether her motives are pure or if there's a financial interest. Now, on the other hand, some fans wonder why the couple's age difference is even, is, is even an issue because so many famous men get away with having much younger girlfriends and wives. So this morning, we want to know should Drea be scolded for dating and possibly getting pregnant by someone her son's age? Uh, you know, that's in the NBA. And then, then the other question for, for me personally, like, would you date somebody that's your son's age that's not in the NBA? Would you give him the time of day if he was 20? I don't know. I'm just asking. Gary, what are your thoughts? It is kind of spooky, though. But I think, you know, with Drea, she's... But ain't her older son by NBA... Uh, I, I don't know. Who, no. It, it, oh, okay. She's a regular guy. But my thing, I mean, love is love. But, <laughs> so, but if she... I mean, but you do know a regular situation. Older men been doing it since the beginning of time. Men been doing it dating younger women and stuff or whatever. But, but, but what is she famous for? How everybody know her? Basketball wise. She was a star. She has. She was on the TV So she show. was in a relationship with who in, uh, in the NBA? Was it Doug Christie back in the day? No, that's um, no, Jackie. No, that's Jackie. Jackie's husband. Jackie Call that, honey. Yes, she's going to say that one, baby. Lord, she's going to come up here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she will come. She will come to the station. Jackie will come. She, she have came to the station. We don't want none of that. I'm scared of her. Me too. All of us scared of her. We don't want none. So so who is she dating? Don't nobody know. Orlando Skandrick. He played for the Cowboys. Nope. He played was an NFL star who played for the Cowboys. Uh, oh, he played sorry. for the Cowboys. Oh, oh. That was Orlando. Uh, no. no. That's, that's Wait a minute. But how'd she end up on basketball while her husband was in the NFL? Well, they don't care. I they think just she want... I think she did date a basketball player. I just don't know which one. I think yeah. it might have been a couple over the, you know, throughout yeah. the years. Well, how much is the, the young man that she's uh dating uh, uh, allegedly preg- pregnant by, how uh. much is this NBA contract worth? How well, much he had a, he had a half a million dollar deal coming out of high school because he didn't go to uh, go to college. He went straight to the G League, and then he, of course he signed with the Rockets. So I don't know what his rookie contract was. He a baller though. He can hoop. And she's probably yeah, say he gonna be looking at dreams. like like thirty five million or something like that. Oh, really? 
And she's probably yeah. the girl of his dreams. He grew up watching. It was like, ooh, yeah. One day. You know how y'all grew up watching these women and stuff, like Pam grew and um, Snoop Dogg said and stuff. So you know, y'all look at these women <laughs> when y'all young, and now when you finally get a little extra change, you could afford them now. So you go out and and, and, and conquer get them. them. But yeah. let's let's take a flip side look at this. As many of us are parents of adult children, how would you feel? I wouldn't. If your twenty one year old son brought home a woman who's almost forty, I'd have to yeah. whoop that ass. Well, I got a son that's I got a son that's about to be twenty one, and I, I would I would feel some kind of way about it if he tried to have a relationship with her. If he was just you, smashing your wife. Oh, my wife a fighter. Your damn, my your wife a fighter. Wife. She was about to go to his job and fight this woman for <laughs> oh, yeah. rubbing on his tattoos. Mm. Was like, wait a minute. Oh no. <laughs> wait a minute. She what? Oh, yeah, my son. What he was working? At, he was working at Home Depot, like and one of them ladies in there was uh rubbing on his tattoo, talking about how nice it was. Where's the tattoo located? On his chest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, and, she and your was wife like, wait a there? minute. She was about to. She was oh. like, wait a minute. She said, tell her don't be putting her hands on you. She old old enough to be your yeah, mom. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. "What do you want with my son?" Come on, you can admire you can admire without putting your hand on it. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel you know my son uh, model a little bit, and uh, he's a mm-hmm. former player for the bas- uh for Alabama State basketball team, and uh, it I've I've seen some real creepy stuff. Some older women just like really be at at Malik like. Yeah. Uh, and Sam's all athletic. He's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. They they in that range them. where them older cougars will go after him. Mm. Yeah, Malik got them high cheekbones, and you know my son looks just like his mom. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he and, and just it, it has been uh, some uncomfortable times when women was just like, you know, you pay a compliment. Oh, he's so handsome, but but them compliments keep coming. <laughs> when they say, "Oh, hit me up when you graduate, when you turn 18, Ooh. man." Yeah, nasty. now is, is, don't it, do that. is this some now, now, Rick? Is this some kind of like proud or maybe pimping, pimping about that? Even though you may not agree with it, like yo. Well, I know my son is, is handsome because he modeled. Like, like I, like I know that his mom used to model. But like, like I don't like when older women just be. You know what I'm saying, but I, I I just I just love his look. But uh, that'll mature a, them though. That mature men mature much slower than women. So at least if you get with an older woman, it'll no, mature him fast enough no. where he could know right from wrong. Let and live life know. and go through it. Yeah, and then he be blushing. He be talking about yes, ma'am, thank you, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> You know, trying, trying to, I think that's his way of trying to let them know, like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Thank, oh, you don't have to say yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yeah, do. All the women can get a young man sprung, too, and that could mess, mess oh, his head up. Quickly. Ooh, that, quickly. Yeah. I think it would be different if it was like, um, if he one was is in your 30s, yeah, and 50, but the 20s is just like your mind is just, you're not developed, you're just becoming an adult, and there's just right. so many things to experience. He's still right. so, you know, I, so, you know, my, my daughters are 22 and 26. Now, they be having company. Like this all high school or college. Ooh. And I I pull my daughters like, look, hey, tell your little friend they can't wear that now. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> they can't they can't wear that. Tell her to go put some some sleeves on and some and some longer shorts or some jogging pants. We're not doing these tight little you ought to see them. You ought to Your see Your bodies them. mature really fast. I I'm mean my daughter's like, twelve, ass, she's tall, got little hips. Women, mm-hmm. And then you know, you gotta keep a level of integrity in your house. Because you got teenage boys also. Yeah. You know, they get they get you know, they see her, they know she got some hips and, and some tight shorts on, the little volleyball oh, shorts and stuff. And come good morning, Mr. Smiley, you out of orange juice. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, you need to go put some go put some clothes on and I give you I'll go I'll go to Winn Dixon and get you some orange juice. 
All right, let's go to the phone. 8669 Ricky. 8669 Ricky. Good morning. What's going on? This country from Miami, Florida. I believe that Dre should be scolded because I'm 40 myself and I couldn't see myself dating somebody that's my son age, 20 years old. I, I look at myself like a pedophile. I got a daughter that's 19, 18, and nah, she, she wrong. She knows she wrong. I'm calling from my mail, Arkansas, and no, I don't think she should be scolded. Men do it all the time. However, since I have an 18-year-old son, I wouldn't feel comfortable with doing it. Chardonnay, I'm from Houston, Texas, and yes, I feel like if men can do it, then why can't women? Like, older men do it all the time, so what's wrong with her doing it? This is Leah from Houston. I feel like, no, she shouldn't be scolded because there's a bunch of grown men that can't wait for an 18 year old girl to turn 18 and they be right, you know, up under her. So, no. January from Baltimore. And any man or woman dating someone same age or younger as their own child. That's totally 100% And I'm calling from Miami, Florida. I think she should be. I mean, a lot of that's going on right now, but it's causing so much uh, uh, deception of what a family um, uh, should be. And this time and day, we, there's a lot of people falling off on what family, um, uh, you know, morals and, and ethic morals are. And it's, we're so far off right now, sometimes people don't even know what's right and what's wrong. I'm calling, calling from Cincinnati. Yes, I think she should be scolded and... If he was a little younger, she would be in jail. She's a predator, like an old-ass man. I ain't no concept. Gold-digging predator, call himself uh, cougars. I'm so glad they got us on R&B Station. You ought to see me up, up in the club, man. Them girl, young girls be trying to talk. They don't care. The young girls don't even care. No, they care. don't. They, 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 they looking But when you. I pull out that Bible and start reading uh, <laughs> uh, the book of Escleclis... <laughs> Oh, Ecclesiastic. Yeah, say it again, Brent. Ecclesiastic. No, Rick. Well, I start read. Yeah, I keep my Bible with me uh, at the comedy club. They be shaking your hand. I go get a Bible and get them in the corner and start reading some scriptures. They get the turned off and then they, they leave, y'all. What's uh, the name of that book again? What's the, book, what's the chapter? Yeah, yeah I, always, I always read uh, Ecclesiastic <laughs> when them young chicks uh, talk to you. All right, y'all. Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Hey, Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? Good morning, all. Good to be with you. Happy Thursday and uh, happy February 1st, which is Black History Month. Um, it's funny, man. It, 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 it's one of those things that I, I, I just think it's funny and almost ridiculous when people talk about do we need Black History Month anymore? Um, and with how much of our history exists and how much of it we don't know, um, putting us in a place where we don't have the ability to often share with other people, we, we need it all the time. Um, for those of you that don't know, Carter G. Woodson, who is the father of Black History Month, founded, founded um, an organization um, in September of 1915 with um, Jesse E. Moreland called the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History. And uh, the organization was dedicated to researching and promoting achievements of black Americans and other people of African descent um, because people didn't know it. And today, the organization is known as the Association for the Study of African-American Life and History. Um, and in 1926, they had the first um, Negro History Week. And it was um, in February, not because somebody else told us to have it in a month that was cold and short. Um, but it was in February because it was the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, who at the time... Um, had inspired so many. Um, and the event caught on. Um, it inspired schools, communities, organizations. Um, and in 1976, 
uh, it became a nationally celebrated month. And so, you know, th- this month and, and every every um, Black History Month, uh, just remember that Carter G. Woodson created it as a time to celebrate and acknowledge, not as a time to study. Anybody who thinks that, anybody who thinks that the study of their own people is relegated to one month um, has some real issues they got to deal with because uh, nobody tells us when we can study. And what's crazy is, you know, Woodson was was brilliant. Um, think, think about where we are right now and listen to this quote that Woodson gave. He said, in the schools of business administration, Negroes are trained exclusively in the in the psychology and, and economics of Wall Street and are therefore made to despise the opportunities to run ice wagons, push banana carts, and sell peanuts among their own people. Foreigners who have not studied economics, but have studied Negroes, take up this business and grow rich. And we can look around our community right now and think about people that are doing things that we claim we don't want to do, and building financial legacy as a result of it. Um, Woodson was not somebody who lived in the past. He was somebody that used the past as a motivator for the future. And so uh, throughout this month, I want to talk about people. I want to talk about um, events in our history that we may or may not have heard of. But I also want to know from you what in black history inspires you. And and Rick, I want us to be clear too: black history is our own family, not just people who not just people who have books written about them. Um, If we study more about our own family, we might be more inspired than waiting on somebody else's family to inspire us. Because Big Mama and them and all the people that put them where they are got stories of resilience and strength and overcoming and triumphing and thriving that we don't tell enough. Um, So, Rick, just just curious for you, Matt, who who was the first person in history that inspired you? Uh, You know, I was always a fan of uh, Malcolm X. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm X and uh, Dot, uh, of course, all of the work of Dr. King. Uh, growing up, my mom had a picture of Malcolm X and a picture of Dr. King hanging up on the wall uh, back in the seventies for years. And I just, uh, I always found myself laying on the couch staring at that Malcolm X picture. I remember how that picture looked as plain as day. Even when I went and got a haircut, I wanted my hair cut like Malcolm X. When I start wearing glasses, I want glasses like uh, <laughs> Brother brother Malcolm X, man. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, some of my first book reports uh, that I used to do when, during the Black History uh, program, I would always uh, do work on uh, uh, Malcolm X. And I thought Dr. King was our uncle because he was on everybody's wall in our family. I thought he was some kin <laughs> to us. Uh, but, you know, before I really, really understood, but man, I love, nah, I get that. absolutely love. And that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Anything about Brother Malcolm and, and he, X, he, I love I, him. I don't, I don't know if there was anybody who inspired me more that I didn't know. But check this. In, in, a, in a note to Black History, I got to get out of here. I just want to say salute to Sam Baldwin. Uh, he passed away in Toledo, Ohio. He was one of my fathers in college. I love him oh, and wow. his family. I'm sending prayers. He was one of your frat brothers, Rick. Um, and, and we lost him last week. He lived an amazing life. I'll be in Toledo celebrating him this week. Sam Baldwin and family in Toledo, Ohio. We love you. Yeah, y'all hit me at H- Nation on IG. And I'll hit y'all next week. Appreciate you, Jeff. Love you, man. We about to hook someone up with a family trip for four to the most magical place on earth, Walt Disney World. All right, let's see if we can get them on the phone. Good morning. Is this Pat Jones? Yes, this is she. Well, uh, how you doing, Miss Pat Jones? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> hey, and, 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 and you live in Mainville, Ohio. How far is that from Cleveland? 
I'm in outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, okay. All right. And, uh, so, look, we got to meet up. You got to bring bring me a bag of Grippos. You know I love those chips. Oh, okay. Okay. I will do that. <laughs> All right. So, let me let me ask you this. Now, you sound like you work pretty hard, and uh, you could use a vacation right now, right? Yes, I can. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I got to tell you something. So, listen, congratulations. You just won a family of four trip to Walt Disney World. We are so excited for you. Congratulations. Now, listen, you are getting hooked up with four round-trip tickets to Orlando, Florida, ground transportation, a four-night stay at a Walt Disney World Resort, and a $200 Disney gift card, and four five-day Harper theme park passes so that you can enjoy all the fun with your family at Walt Disney World. Are you excited, girl? Thank you so much. <laughs> now we excited for you, Miss Pat. Tell everybody what morning show just hooked you up with a five day family trip before the Walt Disney World. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. That is. I Miss Pat. Enjoy yourself. News headlines, entertainment, sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Aren't you Ricky Smiley Morning Show? What up, Maria? <laughs> Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Hundreds of teachers and staff rallied Wednesday morning to protest Durham Public Schools. More than 75% of school employees at 12 schools in the district called in sick or took leave, effectively shutting down their schools. Now, at the rally on Wednesday, teachers joined support staff to call for the district to restore raises that are being revoked and continue to honor years of experience for classified workers. So, you know, got to take care of our educators. Um, in other news, the CEOs of America's biggest social media companies were grilled by a Senate committee yesterday about their failure to prevent young people from being victimized through their platforms. This has been really big. I saw the uh, the footage, Ricky, and there were parents there holding up photos of their children who yeah. were victimized. It was very emotional. Uh, parents of some of the victims cheered and jeered as senators accused the companies of failing to deal with misuse of Facebook, TikTok, Snap, Discord, and X. Now, the committee has unanimously approved five bills that would allow users to opt out of certain content and that would permit lawsuits to be brought against companies for posts that lead to sexual abuse, bullying, and other illegal acts. Uh, lastly, Ricky, if you want your kids to listen to your advice, research research says that you should support their independence and viewpoint first. A you University of hell. California Riverside study found that using phrases like because I said so or get over oh. it are likely to push your young adults away. Okay, but it's because I said so. And uh, you're not going to condition me to give uh, somebody that don't pay for anything an explanation. I don't have to be mean about it. But, you know, in 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 my house, I, I feel like the way I grew up, I don't ask my grandmother why. It's whatever she said, and that's what it was. Whatever my grandfather said, that's what it was. Or whatever, I don't pay no bills, and I don't have no say-so. And later on, if I want to ask him, I'll uh, have a conversation about it and ask permission to have the conversation, that's another thing. But right then and right there, I'm not yeah. going to challenge my granddad on nothing. Yeah. That's what he said, and that's what mm-hmm. he meant, and he meant what he said. He ain't gonna train me to get into this new Dr. Phil, Oprah Winfrey stuff or whatever. That's the problem now. 
That's yeah. why none of these kids out here now don't want to do what nobody tell them to do because you owe their ass an explanation. And, and they in your house up under your roof. What? I don't explain my nose. It's just no. Yeah, these young adults are real different these days. So um, they definitely. Sure the hell is. <laughs> get out of my house. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more stories and other headlines, visit RickySmileyMorningShow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Hey, ready, man. Appreciate that, Maria. Women's College Hoops update. You already know what time it is. Iowa superstar Caitlin Clark moves to number two on the all-time scoring list, 3,424 points. The number one spot is held by Las Vegas Aces star Kelsey Plum at 3,527. Caitlin should eclipse that before the end of this college hoop season. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Headed to his fourth trip to the Super Bowl in six seasons as a starter. He didn't won two Super Bowls already. Now, Rick, jump in on this Super Dave. You can if you want to as well, man. If he wins this Super Bowl, this will be number three. He's only 28 years old. Not now, but real soon, man. We got to be start having that conversation about Mahomes surpassing Tom Brady as the GOAT. Now, I know we got to tap the brakes. But he's almost there, Rick. I mean, come on. He'll be, he, he's sitting on the edge of the bed. He hadn't got up and washed his face and brushed his teeth yet. He's sitting <laughs> on right the edge of the bed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He right. got to put his, got to slide into his house shoes. Right. Wash your face and brush your teeth before you get to doing all that. You're doing too much. It's too early. I mean, but he, but he, but he is on the edge of the bed. Like, but what's we, on the edge? Now the dude is 28. He didn't been to four Super Bowls in his first six seasons as a starter. He he's if he wins this year, that's three. Tom Brady didn't won seven. Now, you know you got Andy Reid, one of the best coaches of all time. So it's that Bill Belichick, Tom Brady combination, Mahomes and Andy Reid combination. I don't see this. I mean, he still got some stuff to prove, but dude. Yeah. Yeah, let him. Let, okay, let's say he just stood up and, and put his uh, Nike slides on. <laughs> right. There he you had go. to wash his face and brush his teeth. There you go. <laughs> Last year he was sitting up, but he just stood up. Yeah. Now, if he win this year, then he'll be headed in there to wash his face and brush his teeth. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. I just have to use that analogy because we don't, we don't want nobody that's in the kitchen eating breakfast. You ain't, you ain't wash your face and brush your teeth. <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay, I'm That's just a good saying. way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Okay, all right, we all on the same saying. page. We on the same page. All right. There it is. So y'all follow me on social media at Rock T Holla. And let's further discuss this. I want to hear what y'all got to say. Brigitte Tech got the hot spot right now. Let's get it. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and yeah, yeah, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Rick, right morning show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tatad, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, Juvenile is putting a Lover and Friends Festival on notice over his lack of payment. His anger stems from the Lovers and Friends people slapping his name on the flyer to help entice ticket sales, but not handing over the dough for the promo. Oh. Juvenile accused the festival of straight up doing bad business, claiming the organizers are stalling on paying him his deposit. He simply believes this type of treatment is unexpected acceptable for an artist of his stature and if you recall i said something like this about they did it to mary j blige and she had them up up that money and give her her pay and now she's on there so i don't know 
They they just shouldn't do that though. Don't just say people are on there if they really not on there if you haven't settled the business and handled the business yet. Because that upsets people. And then they're gonna charge you more probably because now you gotta pay for line almost. So anyway, thanks to his latest hits, uh sensational and I D G A F, Chris Brown becomes the first artist of the century and the sixth artist overall to chart on Billboard for twenty consecutive years. Wow. Wow. Before twenty twenty four, there were only five acts in history in the history of Billboard who can boast about having charted for at least twenty distinct and consecutive calendar years on the hot one hundred. Now, Chris joined the ranks of Elton John, Rod Stewart, Stevie Wonder, Madonna, and Elvis Presley in this exclusive club. Congratulations, Chris. He always got a hit every year. I remember when he came out, he was like 15, 16. Every year. And now he got 20 years. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Make you feel (laughs) old. My favorite is, uh, one of my favorite is popping. I love Mm popping. Say what your name is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think his first one was Run It, Run It. So congratulations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so congratulations to Chris Brown. We do love him. All right, y'all, we're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up, y'all, we got the praise mixed down with Dwight Stone. Yes, sir. Y'all think, y'all think Chris Brown will ever do a Super Bowl halftime? I mean, he got enough. He do stuff. got enough. I, I I need him to put some respect on his name because he really does have enough. And if he y'all remember when he did that Michael Jackson tribute, Look it on up. Everything. He killed on everything. It. The one that he on never got to perform. Mama. No, he did one before that. Okay, because I saw the uh, background dancer footage when he was with Sierra, and that one was really dope. No, he did a he tribute. He won before that. Yeah, oh. he, he, look it up. He yeah, killed he it. He dope. He killed it. One of the all dopest right. of all time. All times. I agree with that. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today.